This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine. Listening to music is more than an auditory experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail and mocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us. I'm your host, Anthony, and right now it's somewhere between February and March. Uh, For the first time ever, we recorded a bunch of episodes before airing any of them. So who knows if anything I'm saying is relevant. Uh, I think I'm going to need to start getting as nebulous as possible with my references. Maybe I could just leave a little space in my sentences so, Drew, you can fill them in with current events. Like, wasn't it crazy when blank happened this week? I don't think anyone was expecting blank to say blank drew you can get crazy with those but thank you for your help i think of course we all know that drinking alone was a sad sad business so i found somebody in a box that said free kittens and brought her home to host a podcast with me and she is kaylin your cocktail artist And our guest today is the very definition of an overnight success. She's a classically trained jazz pianist who also plays guitar, bass, ukulele, and trumpet. Big Slay notes our copywriter, Lily, and she brings a lot of that jazz influence to her body of work that has since taken over the internet. Back in December 2021, she posted a clip of her unfinished single, Don't Text Me When You're Drunk, and over 40,000 people went to town duetting it, including Jimmy Fallon. She signed to Island Records in 2022 before releasing her second viral song, Fall in Love Alone, which you may have heard in one of its five different forms while perusing the internet. She's toured with the likes of the band Lawrence, performed at the Montreal International Jazz Festival, and opened for Duran Duran all in the span of a year. She's joining us today to talk all about her latest single, which continues her penchant for soul-inflected pop about love, loss, and all of that murky gray in between Tunes and Tumblers fam, please welcome Stacy Ryan to the pod. amazing intro i'm over here like ooh, i'm so happy to be here thank you for being here for for schlepping it all the way out into the boonies oh of course it was such a long eight minute drive (laughs) i think you're our closest guest i Mm -hmm. love that i don't think anybody else has been closer in proximity no i think wasn't jake ryan just like down in studio city my brother did i just say jake ryan oh my god is that why jake scott jake scott oh Oh my god i've never heard of a jake (laughs) we we interview so many people we just get them mixed up sometimes you know scott ryan basically the same name it's been over a hundred over a hundred episodes a bunch of white guy names all thrown together yeah they all 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 blend all of variable of each other (laughs) white people are just interchangeable that's true they all look the same to me (laughs) but you know i hear that there are drinks waiting for us in this bar and i want to get to those as quickly as possible so let's break the ice what has everybody been listening to recently i have been so one of my goals this year was to just listen to more music because whenever i write my own music or like i'm just not in a listening to music mood i will go like and listen to podcasts for months and months and not listen to like new music, not go discover what's out there. So I have been trying to get better on that. And someone I've really come to like, like at least her new album is Beyonce. Not that I never liked her before. Like I thought she was always great, but like this new album is really good. I really like it. Her, especially Cuff It. That song mm. is oh, just, yeah. it's that was, such a vibe. That's one of my faves. Fun fact, that was our pick for the number one song of 2022. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tw- I was like, 
2023 just started, but okay, last year. Well, good choice. Time flies when you're having fun. Time flies <laughs> when you're just growing older. Dang. Also morbid and true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I've been listening to. God, I love that album. And it's really good. I hear if you get the physical copy and you look at the liner notes, like she references all of these classic house songwriters from like mm. the 70s, like everything she's pulling from, which that's I appreciate. Fire. Yeah, she knows her stuff. She did her homework. She's working with some we great people. We love Beyonce. Did you see her or a clip of her performance in Dubai? I have not. Apparently it was like phenomenal. I heard, yeah, I heard it was really good. And then I also heard it got a little bit of flack too. For what? Uh, the LGBTQIA plus community always, you know. Uh, oh, and for it's, performing it's, in Dubai, right? Right. And I know okay. you have your phone out and stuff like that. Well, because of the very, very strict laws in Dubai. Yeah, so LGBTQIA fans were, we're upset, not. but... How can you be upset when she was following the rules so that she could perform there? The fact that she was performing there right. was a big deal and that was a big statement. So they can they can keep crying about it, but the fact that she was there and the fact that she made that performance happen even was a big feat. Listeners know already that we are part of the LGBTQIA community, so it's not like we're telling them to stop crying. Like that's also us. So Yeah. Mhm. I mean, I was kind of I was th- I think that's why I sort of saw the headline and was like, mm. wait, what? What did mm-hmm. Beyonce do against us? And then I read more into it. And it's really, I think people can kind of be a little more understanding about what she was doing there and be more proud that we have someone trying to make moves. Just like True. people like Lizzo, people like... You um, love bringing up Lizzo uh, every I chance you get. I love bringing up Lizzo. She's so great. She is. She makes she me happy. Great. But Kaylin, what are you listening to right now? So I've been listening to a couple things. One of them is Fool by Frankie Cosmos. It's definitely, it feeds into that sad girl vibes like usual. And it's it's called Fool. It's, it's literally about someone making you feel like a fool mm. for, you know, loving them, wanting them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, ADD by Posh Chocolates, which is literally about attention deficit disorder and the symptoms that someone experiences. I don't personally have that disorder, but I can kind of relate to having a disorder that people don't quite understand. I have narcolepsy and Mm. people with ADD and narcolepsy, we share a common medication, which has been having a shortage for a while now. We're Mm. kind of, a lot of people are really not doing okay. Mm. And to not be able to get something that makes your life function puts a strain on other areas. And so to read this person who feels really misunderstood by society and by their friends and by everybody around them, and they're still struggling, they're still in their circumstances, I just felt really, really drawn to that. That's awesome. Yeah, Kaylin's always listening to the deep stuff. Mm. And I'm just trying to have fun. I'm just like, Beyonce, party. I'm like, wallow in my sadness. (laughs) So I looked on my listener stats or whatever a couple days ago. I'm like, what have I been listening to? And I've had this one song on repeat. Like every once in a while, Apple Music will throw me a bone like an artist that I've never heard of. And it's just great. This artist named Chili Jessen, he used to be the bass player for the band Palma Violets, which I thought I'd never heard of before. But I looked in my library. I have their 2013 album 180 and i've rated all the songs so at some point i did listen to them the whole album yeah i have the whole album so apparently i I was into them at one point but things happen i guess but this song is such an earworm if you're a fan of the band dreamers it's kind of got that like a little bit of like danny elfman like fun horror aspect to it like it kind of just prances along a little bit i like that and man the hook just gets stuck in your head it's called carolina reaper the name of the song it's so good i feel like i've heard that name before like recently maybe i'm just thinking of the pepper but maybe he also released a hot sauce with it so that's appropriate that's tight are we gonna buy the hot sauce i don't even know what it's called put it in a drink yeah I kind of, I kind of want to make a drink with the hot sauce. Should we ask him if he wants to be on this and bring <gasps> his hot sauce? Oh my yes. god, we're manifesting! <gasps> mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, we've done this before. We have definitely manifested guests before just by <gasps> really? talking about them. Yeah, guests and merch. Yeah, guests more and guests, merch. More merch. Well, this is already shaping up to be a really good playlist. Like if we were to all throw this together, and listeners, if you want to hear more of what we've had on repeat. Go on to Spotify, search for the playlist YBLT. That's W-H-Y-B-L-T. 
Uh, it stands for what have you been listening to? But we've really leaned into the sandwich aspect of that, like the BLT. You'll see a sandwich floating in space. Oh, amazing. It's yummy. Yes. Sounds it has, yummy. I would eat that right now. Mm-hmm. It has a ton of picks from me, from Kaylin, from Eric, from Lily, from Nasaya. Oh, don't forget Drew. And Drew. Yeah, Drew, Drew threw on some songs recently. Drew actually listens to music. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm going to have to oh. go check out that it's this, n- this playlist. It's not just weird sounds. I think there's still Christmas music on there, honestly. Oh. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're an artist, send us your stuff. We love featuring new and emerging artists. We love to get people's music out there. So just hit us up on, on Instagram. People do that and we listen and we throw them on there. So yeah. But I think I've talked enough. Who's ready to go into the bar? Me. And in order to do that, I think we need to card you. We we got to we got to keep things up to date with the liquor board. Okay. So what did you bring to show us today? So I brought a fact mm. today to tell you because I feel like I this is something that I have been obsessed with recently. And I feel like if you ask someone this fact about me, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, like Stacy." Like obviously. I have been obsessed with putting green onions on everything. Everything? Like not sweet stuff, but everything else. Like mm. name 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 a dish. Peanut butter sandwich. Maybe not that. <laughs> 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 name a more, a more You'd savory be surprised dish. actually. I think growing up my dad had this thing where he would make a sandwich with mayonnaise, mustard, peanut butter and onions. Oh gosh. Oh. Did and she it's just not give you bad. an idea. It's no, actually not. I don't. It's like, not bad, actually. I've I'm tried it. Not the biggest fan of mustard and mayonnaise. So together, both of them. Are you not white? <laughs> oh, I am definitely am. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like. I'm a big like <coughs> texture. Like I don't know. The I green just, onions give it texture. I mean, I would put them on. Just those not good for sandwiches because they'll fall out. But like I top every dish that I could with them. Like I'll send pictures to people. This is a really random story. When I was in Indonesia last year, I was there with my manager and the international manager from Ireland. And we're at this ramen spot and I order extra green onions. That was the beginning. I've always liked them a lot, but this was like now the beginning of my obsession. Put them in the ramen. Delicious. Then when I come home now, I've ordered ramen like on Uber 10 million thousand times. And I will take my own green onions out of the fridge (laughs) and like cut them up. And I swear to you. I'm going to show you a picture that I sent to the international manager being like, look at this. Like, it's honestly bad. You're going to see it and you're going to be like, this is unhealthy. Damn it. I should have put green onions on this cocktail. Well, now we honestly, know. next time I would not even if you had a little little scallion sprinkle on the top, I would have been like, that is cool. And I would that drink would be, that. that well, now be, we know the and fact. I will also eat them. I'm just imagining your fridge, just like all your. Oh my god, it's a lot. That is a lot. That that is mostly <laughs> green onions. A lot. Do you want some and soup like, with your green onion? Like, you can't even see. There's ones in the soup and under oh all god. the noodles too. Damn. So that's just yeah. Just sandwiching the ramen with green onions. I just love them so much. Why are they so good? They are pretty good. Also, like using the white bottoms as kind of a, an aromatic when you start your dish. Mm, true. Yep. Aren't sweet onions supposed to be good to keep hemorrhoids away? I I do not know. I'm sorry. That is close to home. I need to try that. <laughs> Supposedly, it's a thing. What? Everybody Sweet, struggles wait, What do you that? do? Like you eat them, or do yeah, you... you just eat them? Oh, okay. you don't rub like, them on like, your body. Like, like, is it a topical? It's treatment? like the. It's I I learned this from the movie Holes. Don't actually mm. don't actually take it as medical fact. That is such a random. We had to do that. Like we had that book in part of our curriculum in mm-hmm. like elementary school. Oh, we yeah. watched the movie. We read the book. That's such a deep cut. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. B.B. Shia LaBeouf. Aww. Before, before he became, he became weird. And before mm. I saw his genitals Ew, on screen. Wait, what? He was movie? naked. He, uh, it was, the, it was I believe, the one where they lost their baby. Um, I, I don't. Him and his wife were pregnant and she lost the baby. I don't remember. And then you see called. his genitals. And he's naked uh, now? He got naked? He got naked. Why? Moving know. on. Let's go into the bar. <laughs> I as wasn't disappointed. So welcome to the Tunes and Tumblers bar. Yes, it's an apartment, so please don't tell our management, please. Uh, we want to keep serving drinks, and in order to do that, we got to keep this on the DL. So our designated jukebox wizard, Eric, isn't here today, so I'll try to do the buttons on his machine justice. Today we're listening to Over Tonight, the latest single by Stacey Ryan, out now on Island Records.
So, I mean, who hasn't been in this situation? You think things are good and uncomplicated, and then suddenly someone goes and catches feelings. And even if, you know, you haven't been in the same spot, that same sense of ambiguity kind of like pervades a lot of interpersonal relationships. Definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel that. I feel that listening to this. But, you know, the song itself, listeners, if you haven't heard it yet, it's it's like taking you down this emotional river and it kind of crescendos at the end into this pretty dope guitar solo. And you repeating the phrase over tonight kind of makes it feel like this this pleading almost. And it's like, is this in your head? Are you actually asking this person? Do you want to ask this it's person? It's all up to you. Yes. You can interpret it any way you want. And that's, I think, what great pop music is. But we need a great drink to go with this great song. Yes, Kaylin, we, we have something in front of us that I've been staring at. What are we drinking today? So this this monster of a beauty here, I basically took the classic gin gimlet and I froze it at an angle that kind of had that sort of one-sided love idea in mind that, you know, you get into a relationship with somebody and maybe they don't like you back as much or maybe they just want it to be casual and you want more. That unevenness just kind of sucks sometimes. So I froze it at an angle and then in order to hold up the second part of the cocktail, I created a disc out of uh, blue raspberry and yep, I knew it. And green apple Jolly I Ranchers, and so my that's two favorite like, flavors too. Yeah. So then the other part is actually like you know you imagine doing sand art as a kid or like those powdered candies where you like pour them in and it makes like a pattern. I like the idea of sort of telling a story visually with the ingredients, and so I topped it with pop rocks to give that sort of bubbly essence Electric. that your that your like soul pop ballads have all the way through. So enjoy. I have a little little dipstick edible dipstick with it that you can <clears throat> I don't even know how to drink it. this to be honest. Yeah, me neither. And like every once in a while it'll pop a little bit and it's like <laughs> freaking me out kind of. Well, you can technically tip it and mm. drink out the um, drink out the wet side. The wet side, not the dry side. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that is a gin gimlet under there. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, this is incredible. Kaylin I say this all the time, but you've outdone oh, yourself. Oh, that's so delicious. And mm. Oh, yeah, that's good. Usually, you dip it in the drink if you can get it in there. Oh, yeah. To get the I'm afraid powder. that all the pop rocks are going to explode if I do that. No, they're doing okay. What kind of flavor powder is that? So there's banana. Yeah. yeah and like, there's oh. strawberry. And there's cherry. And there's blue raspberry pop rocks. Oh, my gosh. Can you hear them? Yes. Yep. I can hear them. I can hear them so much. Usually, I'd say something like drink up. But really, like, bon appetit, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm. We're just eating right now. Mm -hmm. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. I'm, like, yep. crunching. Clink. <laughs> clink. Yeah, me too. Cheers. Oh, an actual clink. Thank you, Drew. Does that, does that work? Is it awkward? There we go. Ah, perfect. Usually, he has this little sound bite that just says, cheers, clink.mp3. Like, he actually says that. He says the word cheers. Clink. Clink. Dot mp3. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm, this, all this powder is going to fall in the drink. That's be... kind of the point. Cheersclink.mp3. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. I love it. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, the, the idea is, you know, nothing stays uneven forever. Everything is kind of temporary. So if it falls in, it falls in. If you fall in love, you fall in love. Oh, my God. You huh? really, you really huh? went for it. I love it. But you don't want to do it alone, no, right? No, you don't. Right, but don't you don't want to do it in love. Yeah. Literally, like, that's the worst thing. Yeah, mm. so eventually the cocktail will even out. You know, you'll find somebody that loves you back and things will even out. Wow. Mm. That is like the most thorough, thought out cocktail I've ever <laughs> heard of. <laughs> and But it all makes so much sense. Yeah. Speaking of which, there's a lot about uneven relationships in your music. I'm wondering, like, has this been a motif in your life recently or? Yeah, it kind of has. I mean, it's funny because all this music was written like a year ago ish, at least what you're hearing right now. But I feel like it's almost more prevalent to what I'm living through right now than it was a year ago. Who is this guy? Do we need to beat him up? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> it's like it's it's not so much one person. It's more of like just like a bunch of little like situationships, I guess you can call them that just like, you know, every time I was like, oh, I really like this guy. Like it always just was like, oh, they're dating someone else or oh, they're not interested. And like 
again it has it was never like oh we've been seeing each other for seven months and then he's like i'm not interested it was pretty much cut off right at the beginning but it's still like oh what could have been you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you know what happens i'm a busy person so it's hard for me to just like date in general (laughs) so right now i'm just kind of like taking it as it goes like yeah you'll make a good song (laughs) oh exactly absolutely all the time for for a number of years, it was like three years off and on when I was in my early 20s. There was this guy that I met and he had this partner that was really never going to go away, I guess. She and he would break up and that was when he would call me to mm. hang out and to, to be with me. Terrible. And he would always go back to her. Mm. And it was for three years. That's and I so loved this person so God. much that I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to get what i take what i can get oh kaylin it was sad so much more yeah i do i understand how you feel i now just surround myself with pugs because they'll never leave me and they need me so badly (laughs) amazing Mm. yeah this cocktail is wild oh yeah so yeah we're talking a little bit about mismatching expectations and relationships i I kind of find that like that happens a lot nowadays why do you think it's so hard for people to communicate their desires directly I mean, I feel like there's so many answers to that because, you know, you don't want to be the person who like ruins a situation by like not inserting yourself too much into it. But like if you say to someone that you're hanging out with, like, oh, I really like you. It could make things weird. Mm -hmm. Like there's definitely that. And then there's also the fear of the unknown, which being like, what if I get rejected when I would just rather live in like not knowing. But then there's Uh, like two different sides because you want to know so bad. And like it keeps you awake at night, but then you're like, if I did know and it was not what the answer I wanted, it would be like terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the person that you're telling could get freaked out or or have that fear of like, oh no, this person likes me more than I like them. I'm gonna back away. And then you're and you're yeah, your sh- your shot was shot. Yeah, and that's it. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. And then that other side is you wanting to tell this person and know what they f- how they feel, but there's the fear of the unknown on that side too of like, oh no, if... <sighs> you just don't want to open the box. I think yeah. that this is what Schrodinger was trying to tell us about when, when he told us about his cat. Mm-hmm. Don't open the box. The well, yeah. I mean, like it kind box. of exists in this, uh, this, this limbo until you know, until you ask. And yeah, that is kind of scary, right? Like, it's it's just so hard to put yourself out there. It is because you do and then it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, oh, I don't want to anymore. You know? <laughs> Until the next time. But who knows? even knows when that'll be? There's always a next time. Oh, yeah. Like, there's so many fish in the sea. But it's just like, it also kind of like stings and not stings towards the other person, just like an internal self sting when you're just like, I wonder like what could have happened, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you kind of like, think in the future and are like oh like i'm sad because you know it wasn't reciprocated but then you're like what if it was and then you think about it and then you get all like down because you're like this could have been so cool but it also could have not been cool so yeah kaylin i kind of also see what stacy's talking about right there in the drink itself because like the jolly rancher separates these two very different sides of the drink you've got like the sweet the exciting the the explosive that uh, NRE yeah new feelings and on the other side it's that that sour counterpoint like what happens if boy you know I thought about all this you totally did Mm, I I like the idea that compartmentalizing yourself with people because you don't want to come off too strong or you Mm. don't want to give them the the idea that you feel stronger than than they do or you don't want to scare them off or you don't want to make them uncomfortable there is this very thin thin piece that could shatter and make it all kind of mesh together mm-hmm. in a way that we may or may not want. And that's the scariest part about letting ourselves be authentic and honest with somebody else mm-hmm. is this this fear that we don't know how they're going to respond. And it kind of takes tipping over that barrier sometimes to let that kind of trickle in and even things out a bit. Wow. That is so wise. Mm. I have a question. I'm not Kaylin. old, I promise. I have a question. I, I don't eat sweet things very often. Am I am I supposed to eat the stick? You can eat the stick. Oh. You can eat the stick. It's honestly, it tastes like nothing, but it's so good. It's like sugary, chalky, 
crunch. I don't know. Yeah, I was like kind of biting it, but I'm like, what if I'm not supposed to bite it? And it's just like... Anthony's a boy that apparently has never had a fun dip. I haven't. Fun fact about me, I didn't really eat candy growing up. I don't know. It just never tasted good to me. Chocolate either. My mom but you're says really enjoying that. <laughs> she was reading like some crazy baby books which, that were that just like, no you shouldn't. Sweets. Yeah, no sweets, no sugar. So I came out not liking sweets or sugar. Oh, she didn't eat sweets or sugar? Mm-hmm. Mm, I see. Bummer. Yep. So I want to talk a little bit about your come up because it was quick. Tell it, me about it. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you come from, man? Yeah, you just started releasing music on Spotify back in like 2020. And now here you are. You're on like a major label. You're about to go out on tour. You, I mean... You opened for Duran Duran. Like, that's really cool. So, like, I, I want to rewind a little bit to, like, 2020. What was the goal for your music before, like, this explosion happened? Honestly, my goal was always to be able to make music for a living and be comfortable. Mm-hmm. That was my goal. I was like, as long as I can do that and I don't, like, have to work another job, that would be my life's goal. You know, maybe on the come up, like I'd have to like, you know, like work at a, a coffee shop or grocery store, which I, I've done before. And like I was ready to do that because I was like, I really want this to work out. And then COVID hit and I had a lot. We had a lot of time off, obviously. So I start like making content and actually like putting a lot of effort into it. And it was slow at first for the first three days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for the first like I think I started uploading in like really seriously like the end of may and i think my first viral video might have been in like july june or july and i remember it was funny because i was making all these videos with like my guitar and i would like plug it into my computer and the sound would be all good and everything and i'd play and i'd sing and i'd add harmonies and stuff and those videos did good but then the one that blew up the first time was me sitting in my closet at like three in the morning singing really quietly because i everyone's sleeping and I was singing along to like a karaoke track and the sound is like terrible. That's the mm. first one to like. And I just I, it's really funny because you never expect it when you've just been uploading and like trying to be consistent. And then I kept with it. I went back to school because school opened. I started actually my first year of university. So I was going to get my bachelor's degree in jazz. Oh, wow. Like I was like I was like, I'm going to do the music thing. Like that's what I want to do. So I'm going to go to school and do it. And I have no plan B. So like it either works out or we'll see later if it doesn't. But I was in school, still doing TikTok, growing a fan base for sure. And then at the end of 2021, I decided to my first thought was like, I'm going to take a semester off to like pursue music. We'll see how it goes. And in my mind, I was like, I'm never going back to school. (laughs) But I told like I obviously I wasn't completely sure. I obviously didn't want my parents to like freak out. Because they never had a kid drop out of university. So I was like, it'll be one month. Like, we'll see how it goes. And then so I finished my semester, December 15th or something around then. And two weeks later, the don't text me when you're drunk open verse challenge, I uploaded it. And like, it's just the way everything happened. I was like, okay, I'm not going to go to school for a semester. And then it turns out to be like the most important life changing moment of my life, you know, like going viral, getting signed to a label, coming out to LA to write music and work with producers and like put really, really insanely good sounding music out. And then that's all thanks to this one moment that would never have happened if I wasn't ready to just like go all in on TikTok. And like, it has been a crazy ride. Like, I feel like it's only been a year that I've been signed and everything started happening, but it feels like 10 years because of how much stuff I did, but it also feels like it went by in literally like a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well, I can give your parents some, some, you know, solace. I am one of four kids and three of my siblings dropped out of school. So you're doing great. Thanks. Your parents. And are, none of them have a viral great. moment. Yeah. None of them. You know? I mean, I mean, I'm sure that's, they all caught the, COVID early, but yeah, that's, that's the, the viral moment. <laughs> I think it's really interesting because I'd literally never heard of an open verse challenge before. You'll have to forgive me. I'm not on TikTok. That's okay. I get everything three months later through Instagram. Instagram reels. Of course. Yes. Always. But yeah, I it started getting me thinking about like how collaborative songwriting and just anything creative is nowadays. Has that, is that something that you've noticed and something that you're going to keep coming back to as you continue to put out work? Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got pop rocks in my mouth right now. Um, 100%. I think my career started off with Don't Text Me When You're Drunk. And that 
my first ever original song I put out was already a collaboration, mm-hmm. which people always think that that was a like industry plant move, that it was faked. This whole thing with finding uh, Zai who duetted the video, putting the song out. Like people think that was all fabricated and it was so not. Hmm. He uploaded his video, his video January 3rd. So the challenge had been out for like four days already. We saw it. He literally DM'd me and he's like, yo, put me on the song. And I'm like, oh my God, like I would love to. Your verse is like so fire. But like we've already were talking about moving it into production. Like just me, you know, we had written the song. We were ready to start production. And then we like literally came back to it the next day and we're like, wait, why don't we get him on the song? You know, we were just like so many people were asking for it. It just brought like he added like a hip hop rap element to my more jazzy pop music. And I thought Mm -hmm. it created like the perfect blend. And so many people were excited about this collaboration. So we literally kicked it into high gear because we're like, we have this viral moment. We can't let it go. And we I was at home montreal and my producers were in la and zai lives in florida and he just so happened to be in la like on the days that this was all happening so he goes to the studio that i work out of most of the time cuts vocals i'm on zoom i'm sending in vocal tracks from home from like my computer my little setup in my room to my producers and they're like hey you need to redo everything um the energy just wasn't there and it's 11 p.m everyone in my house is sleeping they all got to go to work at 6 a.m the next day and i'm like i literally can't do this and they're like it's it's for your own good you have to do it your parents (laughs) will understand so i like bring everything in the basement i'm like tracking vocals at 10 p.m like the song was supposed to come out in like a week and we were still like working on it oh my god and so we finally got the song out and like it i mean the reaction was just crazy like it was just amazing and i love that a collab was the first like Mm -hmm. place that a lot of people saw me you know and i'm definitely excited to do more just you know more open verse stuff which i have done for like my other songs that have come out as well so over tonight it's it's about time for your open verse challenge but i think it just brings like so many new ideas to like you know something that maybe hasn't come out yet or that is out you know Mm -hmm. and i just think it's so fun to be able to connect with people on like the platform that is tiktok in that kind of way are there any particular artists that you want to work with Oh my God, literally so many, like everyone, like all the crazy, like singers, like Lauren Spencer Smith, Natalie Sings. I so I just, we just met the other day, finally, because we're both on an island and I'm like, I feel like we need to meet. So we did and um, we need to plan something to sing with each other. There's just like, I can't even name all of them. Like Jake, you know, he's having his big golden hour moment. He's freaking amazing. Mm Spencer Sutherland. Do you know Spencer Sutherland? Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. He's his voice and his riffs. Oh yeah. The list goes literally on for miles. But oh my gosh, it's it's so funny. Uh, I, I have to apologize to your folks over at uh, Island, but they've been trying to get me to come see Lauren like at a show for a while, yeah. and it's always like, oh, I'm sorry, I got other things going on. No, she's great though. I work. Gotta with... catch you uh, when you when you're free. Anthony's oh, yeah. a very busy guy. I am. He's got a podcast and a job mm. and school uh, and the pugs. And He's the pugs. a busy man. Most of the time. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, they're children. So mm-hmm. basically, yeah. Gotta take care of them, you know? Forever children. Forever, Forever. children. Yeah. Eight, 18 to 20 years of mm-hmm. children. Yeah. These small dogs live they're long. Gonna, yeah. They're going to last forever. I hope so. I like what you said about combining your more jazz elements with, with uh, Zai's hip hop. And I've been seeing that a lot now. Like we're we're kind of getting into this this era in music where just like everything converges um, into one, and especially jazz. I have not seen a lot of jazz in pop music recently. It's coming back. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Like, I hope so Lizzo too. and her flute. No, but literally, like I feel like people have such in, and they just don't know because they're like, oh, jazz is elevator music. Jazz is terrible. I hate jazz. And I think that what a lot of people, like not just me, you know, like I feel like everyone in this kind of jazzy pop realm, like even like what Dua Lipa's doing, like there's so many musical elements in that. And I feel mm. like we're definitely bringing it to an audience that would have never listened to stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And I caught your show at the Sunrose like three weeks ago. Oh, and awesome. that was like the first thing that I noticed. I'm like, wow, like. I'm getting like a lot of throwback vibes here. Like this is this is the venue for that. Oh my yeah. god! I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't know you came. Oh yeah. Uh, Wait, did we? Did I meet you? No. Okay. 
No. That would have felt really terrible if I would have been like, I forget. Yeah, I was, I was trying to connect was with Natalie, but there was that. just so many people there. I, I was it. just like, eh, I, I don't want to bother anyone. What was I doing? I was supposed to go to that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no. I ended up hanging out with a friend and we made cocktails and watched Drink Masters, which I is love really, Drink Masters. It's, that show is so, we haven't, no, no spoilers. She and I are like, watching it together and like we waited for like a while to get together because we were so busy um gabby's actually been on the show but it's like you know sitting there watching somebody that likes to make cocktails you know it's kind of it's kind of meta yeah Mm -hmm. it was like we were making cocktails and watching people make cocktails it was a whole thing a lot of them were from montreal oh really they were like two guys from montreal i didn't know that one guy made it i don't know who his name is Probably like Jean-Francois or something very French. Probably. But he made it pretty far. I don't really know. I didn't watch the end. There, was, no one, there was one guy that almost killed the judges <laughs> on like, like the first episode. Was it like spi- too spicy? No, it was because he was using like dry ice inside oh, the yeah. cocktail. And, yeah, and they didn't drink it. They're like, this is too dangerous. We can't yeah. physically drink it. He's like, I I, uh, I anchored oh, it. Blah, that? blah, blah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember. Oh, I got to finish it. It's... Yeah. yeah, I love shows that. like that. Yeah, no, don't do that. Don't kill, don't kill, don't kill people. We just, just started. For the art. What were we watching? I was with a friend of mine. We were watching um, cook. What was it? Cooking with cannabis or something? I haven't so, watched like, along that. the same kind of lines and the way they like um, <clears throat> how to like divvy up the milligrams and like mm-hmm. all the di- like. And this food looks freaking amazing. I mean, and it's like stoner an food has to be. I mean, but like they put a lot. Like these people are chefs. And also stoners. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm like, sounds like me. I mean, when you get stoned, you want to make food or at least have food available. Right. You don't oh, wanna, yeah. Maybe you don't want to take the effort. Mm-hmm. You want it to be already made. Right. Absolutely. Mm. I just want to open a bag of chips usually. Mm. What oh kind of gosh. chips? Uh, it depends. Sometimes I'm just looking for like a simple uh, tortilla chip, but mm. sometimes I like, you know, the limon chips sometimes the chili and limon okay well sometimes i like bugles oh like the classic kind i haven't heard bugles in a while yeah they go right on the the tips of the fingers (laughs) yeah they're pretty good Mm. well unfortunately we're kind of coming to the end of the interview Mm. segment but before we transition there's a question i want to ask everybody and you know if it's if it's a little too close to home you can skip it but we talked at the very beginning about mismatch and expectations in relationships and so i'm wondering if y'all would like to share the last time you had a situationship where there was a mismatch in expectations and what was that okay mm-hmm. um when is this gonna be aired we're gonna talk to you about it <laughs> okay because, amazing because i mean I, it really it really doesn't matter i'm not gonna say names this guy's not even gonna listen to it so it's okay. fine um <laughs> I oh my god this is if I give too many details he's definitely gonna know but he's not gonna listen to it you never know sometimes so we I'm at an impasse right now with myself um okay we are circuit we didn't so we saw each other at the airport didn't go up to each other we were on the same flight um I texted him on Instagram I'm like hey like I think I saw you at the airport don't want to bother you but like hey then we got back to LA and he responds oh my god yeah I saw you too I didn't want to come up to you and um we we have seen each other through tiktok so that's like we never met in real life um but then he's like we should go like get coffee or something and i'm like i am very down and so we do and he mentions that he's seeing someone but it's very quick and i'm like i don't really know how to interpret this is he like seeing like multiple people is it like very fresh is it more like uh not settled is it more like serious yeah yeah exactly is he poly exactly i was like i don't know anything so we plan we go out for drinks after that and then i come back home and i was going to asia like two days after that and i was like hey like it would be cool if i could see you again before i go and he's like hey i don't know if this is like appropriate he's he said before that he's like oh i'm really busy for the next two days which is understandable because two days is no notice at all and then he's like i don't know if this is appropriate to say but like i am seeing someone so i'm like okay said it twice that's that <laughs> and i was i guess i just was like maybe twisting his um ge- uh, not gestures but just like maybe i was wanting to see something so bad that i kind of like mm. fabricated it sort of mm-hmm. it's like seeing the cowboy hat in the clouds what 
Like yeah, you, you, like when you see clouds and you're like that you one looks like a image, person, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like no, that's like yeah. When depends you want on it, who you are. When you want yeah. to manifest it so badly that you that kind of you like kind of yeah. lie to yourself a little bit, and then if you look on the outside, you're like, oh, nothing was really ever there. Mm-hmm. Mm. And yeah, I was kind of I was a little upsetty spaghetti about it. Aww. Are we gonna get a song about it? I already wrote one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I wrote one before the um the the termination. So I have that, and now I'm gonna have to write termination. He got canceled. (laughs) No, Uh, yeah, I literally put it up on TikTok, and I'm like, oh my god, what if he sees it and he knows it's about him? Um, but then I took it down. But I can show you after. It's actually kind of life of an artist on the internet, man. You Mm -hmm. have to be careful of everything because everyone, like, people know. Like that's why I like telling this story. I'm like, I hope he never listens to this. Mm -hmm. You know, life is messy. Life is so, it's never clean cut. You Life know? is like finger paint. Sometimes you're going to get the yellow and the red and the green and the blue. All mixed up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to get the nice powdered fruit on the right side of the drink. And sometimes you're going to get the sour Mine held gimlet. up really well. It oh, yeah. Barely even. I want to eat this big Jolly Rancher thing. Oh, yeah. Right? The Mine Jolly is... Rancher thing is, is fire. But I don't know how to get it out. Mm. Oh, just, just use your fingers. I'm trying. She's stuck in there. Oh. Mm. <laughs> oh, I have long nails. That's why I can, uh, gra- I do not. I can grab you a toothpick. <laughs> I got it. Oh, I think <laughs> I'm fully sticking my finger in this drink right now. It's like stuck. Oh, got it. Woo. Success. Oh, mm-hmm. this is doused. Mine nice. is basically turned into syrup. Mm-hmm. It's all syrup. Oh, gosh. Just mm-hmm. syrup. We might need some napkins. So my most recent uh, bout of uneven interest was actually uh, with someone that lives in our building. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> That, you know, I was seeing them for a short period of time and I caught feelings and they always the whole time were like, yeah, I, you know, I'm just, I'm not looking for anything serious, but like we hung out so much. Mm. It was like every day. That's the issue. The issue. Don't give me your time like that. They set the boundaries and they're clear, but then like things happen. You're like, is that like, is that legit? Like that's supposed to happen? And I yeah, mean, they it's, set like, the boundaries it's like and then how, they cross them all the time. Yeah. And like, how are you holding your feelings back like that? Like you're spending all this time with somebody. If you didn't have some amount of feelings towards them, like why? Why wouldn't why would you hang out with them this much? It kind of like feeds into the other person feeling more while they're still not feeling it. And it's like you could have at least just like treated not. me badly or something right. making <laughs> me feel easier. shitty and then i wouldn't be pining after this is that the secret you just got to treat the person you're not interested in interested in like shit and then actually know. no because then then that goes back to like the old school like oh if he teases you he's got a crush on you mm. bullshit so mm. you just never know sometimes you just never know Let's never see. know unless you try and if we never try, how will we know? <laughs> ah, little songwriting humor right there. Full circle. Uh, do you have those people on Instagram or TikTok who are, you are like friends with and you really enjoy them, but then they're like, they just get like super thirsty for no reason, like about the photos you post. And then they say really... Uh, uh, or is that yeah. just Anthony? No, I, there, there's just yeah, like a bunch of people where it's like, oh, why do you have to make this weird? I like hanging out with you, but mm-hmm. like. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, so you were on the other end of it. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> That's yeah, what... the, the boys come calling for Anthony. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's there's uh, mixed feelings there. Um, there's like, some yeah, I like, ones, I like the attention. Thank you for saying that. I'm not going to date you. Right. Like, I've been clear. I'm not going to date you. But yeah, if you're listening to the show, um, I still like you a lot. <laughs> uh, but funny. yeah, uh, I I would just like to reaffirm my boundaries to keep all of this platonic. Thank you so much. Yeah. See, at least like the, there's that that clear it is platonic. There are people that are like, I want to have physical relationship with you. Don't catch feelings for me, even though I'm going to give you the good dick. Mm. Well, thank you so much for coming out and being so candid. And before we go, I think we should play a round of our favorite game, Hashtag Yay. Mood. Who is ready? Me. I'm ready. You I forget the- how to play. I know you explained it before, but. We'll do it. Drew, you got that theme song?
Now, if you're talking about kick-ass jazz flute, it's right here, Kaylin. It's right there. Heck yeah. The solo starts there. Oh, yeah. Thank you once again, Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty, for giving us that amazing hashtag mood theme song. What is hashtag mood, you ask? Hashtag mood is the game we like to play at the end of every show to flex our playlist building skills. What we are going to do is go over to the Tunes and Tumblers inbox where fans of the show, friends of the show, fans of Stacey Ryan have sent us moods, things that are going on in their lives, things that are on their minds. We're going to take one of those and we're going to turn it into a Spotify playlist. So Drew, I think you've got one picked out for us. Uh, would you like to to play it for us? Or Okay. All right. So who is this from and what is it? So this, this one comes to us uh, from I underscore DLR 22 on Instagram. They say, I like chicken wings, but not any type of chickens. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. So now we have to create a, we have to create a playlist that embodies the theme of I like chicken wings, but not any type of chicken. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm going to go chicken teriyaki by Ooh. Rosalia. Ooh. I want to try to find something more like, um, oh, I open it and this is a picture of the green onions on my phone. So <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I mean, the other one that I would think of is Chicken Tenders by Dominic Fike. I was about to say that. Sorry. Took it. Yeah. It's okay. I'm, hold on. I'm going to see if I can do one without any chicken in it. Me too. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to, okay. I'm going to take the cheap shot. I, I think No Scrubs by TLC. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, because a scrub like you don't want no scrub. Maybe you want no one who's who's also a chicken. I'm I'm kind of like using chicken in the uh, like the derogatory. Like don't be a chicken. Mm. Don't be a scaredy cat. Mm, yep. I see. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Ben Platt. I want to love you, but I don't. Because uh, he loves the chicken, the chicken tenders or wings or whatever, but doesn't like the chickens. So mm-hmm. I went more introspective on that one. I like it. Thanks. Let's add a couple more. There's only three of us today, so why don't we? Does everyone want to? <coughs> I already put one? up two, y'all. You did. You did. Oh, maybe Situationship by Snow Allegra, <laughs> because you know you're not completely like you can't like chicken wings without liking the chicken itself. So like it could be like. A weird situationship kind of moment. Oh yeah, you know, I'm just naming songs I like. Yeah, you can't <laughs> trying to find like a, a a link to chicken. I'm trying to find this song. Oh yes, London Boys by Kesley Boo because of uh, the lyric. Thought you were a fuck boy, but you're really a soft boy. Fell in love with your voice. Now I only want London Boys. <gasps> I That's love good. That, that mm-hmm. is good. Fell in love with the chicken taste. Mm-hmm. Only wants chicken. You yep. know, amazing. I like this song a lot. Uh, it. <sighs> Has anyone listened to Blink 182's 2011 album Neighborhoods? No one remembers this album. It was like the first time they got back together. But there's a song at the very beginning called Ghost on the Dance Floor. And she directly pulls like the riff from that song for mm. London Boys. I'm like, I know this song from somewhere. And it's good. It's really good. And I think she makes it her own really well. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That was when they were experimenting with their more like electro pop stuff. Mm-hmm. But no one remembers that album. No one does. Anyway, listeners, do you have a mood of your own? Leave us a message by calling or texting the Tunes and Tumblers hotline at 626-604-6477. Or follow us on Instagram and give us a mood when we ask for them in our story. Drew is building a whole library of moods, some about chicken wings, some about other things. So keep them coming. And who knows, your favorite artist just might give you a playlist on the air. But it's getting to be that time. We've been here for an hour, meaning that it's time to close up the bar. For some reason, this bar is only open for one hour a week. That sucks. Mm -hmm. But if you want to listen to our past episodes, we're open all the time. Oh, yeah. All these memories. Tons of interviews, but none better than our interview with Stacey Ryan oh, right here. You guys, yeah. the best. We've only been so we we've been remote for like almost two years, and we've only had three guests in here since we opened back up. So mm-hmm. wow, I'm honored. Yeah, more of these, please. Yeah, yes. it's such a vibe. We just like hang out. Before we go, Stacey, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um. Yes, I am about to go on tour. I'm opening for Jake Wesley Rogers for his U.S. tour. I'm going on a bus for the Ooh. first time. I go the bus Ooh. that you sleep in and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Those get smelly, I heard. Uh, well, we're going to see. <laughs> we're 10 people on this bus, so oh my God. we'll see. Um, for like a month and a half. And then in April, end of April, I'm going on tour with Joshua Bassett. Ooh. Hell, opening yeah. for him. I'm super excited. Um, I mean, more music is coming and EP's on the way. Like, I'm getting back into the studio to make even more music. So just more shows, more music, more cool stuff. Awesome. Look out for all of that. What was I gonna say? Sorry, it's it's the end of the show, and I'm he's got a drunk. His he's sugar high. This is the most sugar Anthony's had. In I a mean, long that time. was a to be fair. That was lots a lot of, sugar of sugar in sugar. this drink. To be fair. But yes, thank you so much for making the trek all the way out uh, here in person. I'm so glad I did. Yay. Yes, and we can't wait to hear more of your music and check you out on tour. Amazing. And thank you all for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast and a member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Be sure to follow us on every platform. Also, please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. And if you go into the episode description and scroll to the very bottom, you'll find a link where you can support the pod directly. Every dollar goes to keeping the lights on and getting supplies to make these delicious drinks. Tunes and Tumblers was produced, as always, by Drew Fransblau and researched by Lily Eason. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. Our hashtag mood jingle comes to us from Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty. And until next time, cheers. cheers. I didn't know we had to say that. Cheers. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.